Welcome to the She Is podcast. Come join us as we share with each other the stories that make us who we are. Our hope is that you're challenged and encouraged to keep boldly writing your story. We are so glad that you joined us today for the podcast. This is a special episode. I have Melanie Newton with me, and she's going to share some stuff about her mom, who also attends Graceway, Christine Newton. And would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Sure. My name is Melanie Newton, as she said, and I have like been going to Graceway for my whole life, and I have been super blessed with some fantastic parents, including my mom. And so I'm really excited to be able to honor her with this special Mother's Day podcast with She Is. Tell me what you do as a job. Yeah, I am a fourth grade teacher in Raytown. It's my second year and I absolutely love it. Last year was rough, but I learned so much. And this year it's been honestly a joy. I get to work with past teachers that I had and I get to work with students that I can coach swimming because I coach swimming as well for two different teams. And it's just been a super huge blessing. So I've wanted to do it for my whole life. And I'm here living the dream. Nice. So did you swim in high school then? I swam actually for one of the teams. I learned how to swim on a team called the Woodson Sharks. Shout out Woodson Sharks. And I learned how to swim at first grade. I swam for them all the way through sixth grade. Then I took a break for a little bit because I coached things. And then I started up again in high school. So in varsity high school for all throughout. And then I I didn't have a team in college because at the college I went to for teaching, they didn't have one. And then I jumped back in after college to coach with one of my high school friends who is the coach for both Woodson Sharks and the Raytown Stingrays that I coached during the winter months. Okay. So what's your favorite thing about coaching? I think the favorite thing about coaching is still being around the water and kind of like seeing a different side of swimming. I love being around the water. We have a boat for our family. We get to go to the lake all the time. And yeah, your parents fish. Yes, they do. And so we do that, and it's just a blast. I love being around the water. I think I also like being able to teach something else that I have a passion for, but I don't necessarily have to, like, make up a lesson plan for. I can just kind of see it and go. So it's still kind of teaching, but also something that, like, I really like. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. I love that you are teaching locally. Mm -hmm. And so me too. it just seems to fit really well that you are here and, and also teaching the kids that are in this area. And I've got that a couple of times from parents. So like, I love that you get back to your community. You like you live here, you grew up here. Now you're teaching here and coaching here for multiple different teams for local kids. It's been a great, a great thing. So. Well, this morning, we're going to have a conversation about your mom. And you just wrote down some things about your mom that you really loved and a couple stories. And so are you willing to yeah, to s- start telling us about it? Sure, for, for sure. So we love, I'm going to talk about my mom. And one word that my family loves is the word precious. And I, that definitely explains my mom. And more than like, I, I, I have a couple stories with this, but I also kind of put more fe- overarching things over it. So I love to have this conversation about her. And I just am excited to honor her and the way that she deserves because she is absolutely wonderful. If you met my mom, she is one of the sweetest human beings you would ever meet. She has the biggest heart for other people and has devoted her life to serving my dad, my brother, and I, and the Lord. Um, if you asked her that, she would say the exact same thing. Those are her words that I hit here. And the listeners have probably seen her serving at an event. Yeah. Or... She is serving this morning in Guest Central. So, yeah. My dad is a fireman, and throughout our childhood, he worked 24-hour shifts, and she made the choice at a very young age, right after I was born or before I was born, something like that, to be a stay-at-home mom 
for me and later on my brother. So her being a stay-at-home mom is the first thing I wanted to talk about. Like I just said, she chose to do that, right? As my brother and I were very, very little. Until about a month ago, I hadn't really discussed that decision with her. And she said that there were people who kind of looked down on her for it. They were like, why aren't you doing something else? You could be doing all these things. She went to college for business. She started off college for nursing school. So she has lots of different things under her belt, but she chose to honor our family and the Lord by staying home with us. And I think it's one of the best decisions she could have made. In doing this, we were able to go home every day as kids. And she was our, as they say at school, we were car riders every day. And it was kind of just one of those things that I took for granted. And I love that we were able to do that because we were able to go home every day. We had that stability of being able to go into the house and have somebody there if we rode home with a friend or if we every single day, we always had the car there. Like we would just walk outside and there she was every day. It was nothing that we really had to like think about. And so, so what do you, what do you feel like that said to you as a person, as a, as a student? Yeah, I think that that said that I like family was very consistent and family, like my mom was always engaged with us and she thought that we were important. And it was really something that I didn't fully understand, I think, more until now, because now I get to see as a teacher, I see kids who don't have that. And I see kids, I see how they react to it. I saw neighbor kids after we had gotten out of elementary school and we had kind of, we didn't have to have our parents pick us up anymore. And we saw neighbor kids who didn't have people at home when they got home. They got off the bus and they would be sitting outside for who knows how long because mom and dad were still at work. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I took for granted, but then also like look back now and I absolutely loved that I could be a car rider. Yeah. And so it's just something that I felt that was something special. I got to have that. And I got to just go home with mom. And as soon as I get in the car, she asked me, how was your day? What'd you do? And I would just say, answer every time. Good. <laughs> good. It's all I do. My kids are good. Yes. And it was, I'd have to give her a couple details, but I don't, I didn't know what else to say. It was just always good. Okay. That is, you just end up accepting it. But it was, I loved how much she was just always wanting to know how her day was. She wanted to give us, she wanted us to give her details. She wanted to know those things. And she just helped us feel, even in the little things, feel important with it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So you said two things that I, the one was you were talking about how she gave, what she gave up to be able to stay home with you guys. But you also talked about like what you gained because of, of that choice. And I was thinking about her gift to you all of her presence. Mm-hmm. And I would be curious how her gift of presence to you has affected the way that you're present for people in your life. Yeah, I I think that with like friendships and stuff, it's a place where I really want to work on it. And I really, I say to, I really think too that I want to be that kind of person for other people. And she, for our family and for our family friends, she is really that way. I hear people all the time talk about how she is, they love her and how much this, she is very genuine and like, I hear that all the time. They're like, I want to be like that. I want to grow up and be like that. Like, that's such a great example. And one thing that, like you said, sacrifice a second ago. And she sacrificed a lot because she just chose to have her work be us, serving us and serving my dad with his job and his actually two jobs for a majority of our childhood to have the lawn business. And she, we would go with them during the lawn business and she would be the one who was kind of doing the harder part of the work because my dad had the lawnmower so he would be actually like mowing the base of the or like the main part of the lawn but she would be trimming and she would be blowing and she would be doing kind of the heavy lifting of stuff and I watched her do that 
for as long as I can remember up until we didn't need to have that loan business anymore. And so I watched her do that. And it kind of also is in later on, I hated going because it was always hot and I didn't like doing yard work and I hated going. But now I'm like, that's such a good thing for me and my brother to see. It taught it's you. Such, yeah, it taught me great. It taught me you can do hard things. And that's what I'm teaching my kids at school right now. And just like I always say, you can do hard things. And being able to do it even with physical work, I still don't love that. But it's still something where like I have that quality. I'm able to do that kind of thing. I know how to do it. I'm able to of it. Yeah. yeah, I'm able to kind of problem solve in situations like that. And I I know what it, it looks like. I know what it could be if I needed to do that to do that in the future. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it was I like I said I kind of hated it at the time, but there's always been a benefit to seeing it. And so yeah. And even like I didn't fully understand some of those things until like I got to high school and I started to hear other people's stories. I started to hear how. Other people, they like didn't see their parents do anything or they didn't really see or understand how or why that like their mom wouldn't do this before their dad or they didn't ever have their parents with that like co-relationship. My parents have a great co-relationship and it's kind of funny how much they do because other friends of ours comment about it and it makes us laugh because it's very true. But it's such a good thing for us too. It's like been able to see how my mom serves all of us. And then also able to see how it would be such a good example for my future relationship. And so just seeing that too, being able to see like how other families functioned wasn't how ours functioned. And this is all I've ever known. So I love it. I take it for granted a little bit because I don't fully understand how good I have it. And I have it really good. It's my mom is kind of a lot, uh, has a lot to do with that. Not sure she has a lot to do with that. She keeps our house clean. She does everything for us. And sometimes like, I should do more than I do. And I know that and I want to do more, but I just need to let myself do it. So, yeah. Well, and I I love how you were just talking about how consistent and reliable she was. And I just think about like how that probably bred a lot of safety for you to be able to just experience life and have a spot to come home to. Yeah, for sure. And there was like even... I remember a couple times too, I want to tell this story is kind of funny. She laughs about this too. There's like, whenever we were in middle school for the car rider thing, I was, it was the very first year that Raytown had done like early release Wednesdays and she was at home. She was cleaning away. She didn't have a thought in the world. And it was early release Wednesday. I was out of school. Mom wasn't there. Where was she? And she was vacuuming. So I'd call home like three or four times and no answer, no answer, no answer. So I got really nervous. I was in tears. Oh. Like I was just like absolutely distraught about it. And then she's like, oh my goodness, I forgot. I just forgot that it was early release. Yeah. And she came and got me. She was fine. Everything was good. But like, that's also kind of one of those things where I realized what it felt like to not have somebody there. Sure. And to like not know where they were. And like, I was calling home and I knew that she was fine, but like, it was still one of those things. Like I with other situations and other people, like they have that all the time. They don't know where mom and dad are. They don't have somebody to pick them up from school on time or if they were expecting to do it, they just didn't show up and like you don't know where they are. She just forgot. And so it was just like, I remember that little feeling. I can still like remember that day very vividly and I have the whole picture in my head, but I'm just so thankful for having that stability in it and having that capability of her being consistent and her being always there and even if she had a job like she wouldn't have had that kind of consistency with being able to pick us up and then like that smallest little example of future lives yeah you know 
Well, and I'm I'm sure even though you probably would have chosen not to have that experience, mm-hmm. having it probably created for you a feeling of thankfulness yeah. for the for the future. Like, oh, she showed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other times is like even kind of something maybe giving her crap for is like, mom, you forgot this time, or just like whenever she forgets her phone going up the street or something like that. We're just like, mom, where are you? We can't get you get a hold of you because you're you leave your phone at home. And so she'll, but all she's doing is she's going and being a blessing to our neighbors. She's going and she's loving on them. One of our neighbors we love dearly. She's getting, she's starting to become forgetful. She has she has one of those diseases that's making her forgetful. And she still goes and she still helps her out. And she still is able to talk with her. And she still has grace with her. And it's really cool to see that as well. And like just kind of loving them even through all of the things that she's going through. And even with like how it's hard where she asks the same question over and over again, she just goes, I want to go hang out with her today. I just want to go see how she's doing today. And she just goes and she does it all the time just because she can. Yeah. And so, and then another one of our neighbors is, she hasn't really had a health thing, but she lost her husband a couple years ago. And so she actually lost him, wow, be four years now because she lost him in 2019. And like she, the other day had the same thing. She just was going up to see the other neighbor and then was realized, oh, her door's open. I should go say hi. And she went and talked to her and talked to her for a while. And just like over on our walks or on her walks, she does that. And it's just been really cool to see how much she just really takes people and takes how they're doing and puts it as a priority for her to just love on them. And it's just, I think, how the Lord made her and how she's able to use her gifts and use her like use what the Lord has given her to just be a blessing to others. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was in a group with her a few years ago and, and just really enjoyed getting to know her and, and see that she is like very gifted in seeing people and caring for people. And, and and you don't see people lean into that very often. So it's just, it's, it's inspiring. And I even like one of my closest people that I interact with and talk with is my cousin. And she's a mom of two now, very, very young. And she like her she's also a pastor's wife and everything and so she does this and she wanted to try the stay-at-home mom thing she's like I really think that's a huge blessing and for her it doesn't work and that's okay and she's like I want to go back to teaching I want to go do all this stuff and I love how she has that still in her and how she can do both she can stay home with her kids and she wants to do that but then also she's like you know what I have a passion for teaching I have a I think that I can do it with our family and that's great and I like, I love how we, I can see both sides. I can see how my mom raised me and I could see how like hindsight of all of that and hindsight of being embarrassed by my mom sometimes, but then also being able to see like, she did it because she loved me. She did it because she wanted to, she wanted to be there. Yeah. And then like seeing Rachel and seeing how she loves her kids and she's like, I want to be there for my kids too. But then also I think it's best for me to go do this. Sure. And it's great. And yeah. so it's just like the way that I see how other families can function, how other people are just made different. It's awesome. So. Yeah. 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 And I, I think when you get to the point where you realize, like, I need to put this before the Lord and and see, like, what is best for, for my family yeah. or me. And and so I I just love that, that your mom did that and decided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I also noticed, too, that it's not a common thing anymore. It used to be, like, super common where it was just that was the expectation. That was the stereotype. You have four, you have a family of four, boy and a girl, mom stays home, dad goes to work. Like that was a stereotype. That is not the way it is anymore. Sure. And she like is able to be the one that like is the, uh, like the minority in this old way of seeing things. And now she's able to do it. But I was also able to see how beneficial it was for us and how it was the right thing for our family. And 
being able to see how David and I are both doing really good things with our lives. We're both getting big jobs. We're both, David got married last summer. Like it's just, we're both doing really, really well. And so just being able to see the the benefit and the hindsight of how she chose to sacrifice what she could have done and something that maybe she loved for something else that she loved. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I'd be curious, what quality do you see in yourself that you feel like your mom cultivated? Like, did she, did she see things in you and speak life into you in areas that you now feel like yeah. are are a result of of her investment? Yeah, man, I was not expecting that. So let me think about this for a second. I I think a lot of it is how like giving grace, giving grace to others, and giving grace to my brother, giving grace to how to handle situations and being able to say, okay, wait, no, don't interact based off of how you feel about it. Take a step back. Take a step back. Take a second. Look at the situation. Let your feelings kind of go down a little bit and then and then go in and then say the kind thing and then be able to see where they're coming from. And I think that she really has been a really, really, really great example of being gracious mm-hmm. and again, being consistent. Yeah. And like there was a story that I wanted to talk about too, where our neighbor, we had a neighbor growing up who lived right next door to us. And she ended up being like my adoptive grandma. She lived right next to us. Both of our, so like one of my mom's parents actually lived in Florida for most of our childhood. And then my dad's parents lived 30 minutes away in Grand Valley. So like that she was, she ended up being like her just right next close, really every day of her everyday grandma. And she couldn't have grandkids. So we were her closest thing to grandkids too. And so she, at the time that we met her, she, little to my knowledge, I didn't know this. I was like three when we met her. We moved into my house when I was one and she was, she moved in like one or two years later. So she met us when we were super, super young. And I didn't know this, but she was really, really depressed. And she was really down and she didn't really like have a lot. And my mom just consistently would like write her notes and write her Bible verses to talk with her about the Lord and just be there. And so she brought, because our neighbor loved us, like me and my brother, we would be over there with her and we would be over there with my mom and we'd be over there like kind of unconsciously, but definitely still our brains as kids sponge things and they bring it in and they, we really, even without like, fully acknowledging it she was able to like just show us and show us how to be an example and eventually led her our neighbor to christ and i am still friends with that neighbor like i still love her and i still like see her as my adoptive grandma and i every time i get to see her it's precious to me Mm -hmm. and i got to see my mom lead her to the lord and i saw her just do it gradually and just do it with like writing little notes and going over every once in a while and just me waving at her from the window whenever she'd go to work every day and just like little things like that was really, really sweet. And she did end up meeting the Lord through us. And so like having the Lord like work through us and see that even at such a young age, I was three. And then I don't think that she moved away until we were in middle school. And so- So you had, you- Yes. A long day. Basically saw you grow up. Oh yeah, for sure. And now we still, I got to see her- Oh, maybe it was about a year ago now in her new apartment. And so I got to like go talk with her and she really wanted to do like a Bible study with me, which I still love to do. We just haven't got to plan it yet. But yeah, uh, that was yeah a big thing that I absolutely loved. And I absolutely, I absolutely love that, that lady that we got to be neighbors with for most of our lives. And we still miss having her as our neighbor. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's super inspiring for me just in the everyday, like reaching out, you know, encouraging me to be consistent and and see see the people around me. I'd be curious how you've seen your mom persevere in hardship. 
Okay, so this, I mean, I'm going to do kind of like a more lighthearted answer to that one. Okay. Persevering and hardship. I'll do actually both because I have good stories for both. For persevering and hardship, maybe one thing is that the lighthearted one is that she is, she loves being around people and she'll do whatever she's asked and she is, she has some athletic ability that it was a little like maybe not she probably let's just say it this way she would not be on varsity if she was in high school <laughs> let's say that but she still gets in there and does it and she does not care what other people think and i love seeing that and i love how she just she doesn't care she doesn't care what other people think she just wants to get in there and do it because she wants to be with my dad she wants to be with me she wants to just not get in there and experience it she'll just laugh about how like, she might not necessarily be the best one there, but she just laughs about it and lets it go. She doesn't have any care in the world about it and, like, kind of persevering. Because to me, that's a big thing. That's something where, like, I have enough athletic ability where I want to do well. I'm competitive enough where I want to do well. Where I'm, If I'm not, I don't really want to do it. So, and, and realistically, a lot of us wouldn't do something unless we knew we could do it well. Right, right. And so I love that about her. I love how she... Even whenever she knows, I will be the, the very best of this, but I'm going to still have fun in it. Yeah. It's okay. I can still do it. I can still go play volleyball. I can still go outside and throw the ball with the kids. I don't really care. But, and I just love that about her. Another thing with going through adversity is within, oh, a few years of each other. So my dad's mom passed away in 2013 and my mom's mom passed away in 2018, both of cancer. Mm-hmm. And so we've had to go through that twice. And we've had to go through the whole situation of like my grandparents moving to Florida and then my grandma having to, my mom's mom having to go through all of the cancer treatments and everything about cancer in Florida. So, so far away from us. And so it's just kind of hard to have, I watched her go through that like from a distance and she had to have, she had to know that her mom's going through that from a distance. Like she couldn't be there every time. Like there was time where she was able to take flights and she was able to go down to Florida and be there for some of the appointments and stuff. But like she had to do it from a distance. And then I also watched her like be the rock for my dad for his mom whenever she was going through the first time around of our family experiencing that. And my dad's mom was, she was a wonderful, wonderful human. Like I said, precious. And the, where we get that like love for that word is my dad's mom. She was the definition of precious. And then my mom felt it too. Cause my mom's mom, we loved her dearly. She was not the definition of precious. And she, she was a little bit more hard-skinned and she was a little bit like she was very legalistic in things and so it was just a little bit different of a dynamic and so watching my mom have to go through losing the the mom that she's always dreamt of mm-hmm. and seeing her be strong in that for her own self as well as for my dad losing his sure and watching us kids like have to do it too and losing our grandma and all that stuff and so like I watched her do that and I watched her do it with grace yeah. and with humility. And yeah. I'm still like, my Grammy was 10 years ago and my grandma was it's five years now, I guess. Yeah. Five years in May. And so it was just kind of like, I'm still getting emotional about it. Sure. You both like, those people. Yeah. So, and yeah, she did so well with being able to be that rock press as well as like for my grandpa. And then going through it too after her mom died. My grandpa got remarried really fast. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it's honestly a huge blessing for my grandpa, but it was a really hard transition for my mom because she was expecting to be able to, I get my dad back. She right. was excited about that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, never mind. He's going to get remarried in November after May. So it was like, but his, my grandpa's new wife, we talked about this last night, like my grandpa probably wouldn't be here still if it wasn't for he 
she gave him yeah and gave him that little life right she gave him more life and she like is able to kind of help him out a little bit it's kind of fun to like see that and be able to say like you know what grandpa you were given a blessing at the end of your life you're able to get that blessing Mm -hmm. but also like god had a plan for having my mom in the world he had a plan for having me in the world like if it wasn't her that like we wouldn't be here yeah and so like he and he was loyal the whole time to her and he was gracious the whole time to her to my grandma and so it's just kind of like watching my mom have to struggle through knowing that like her mom she didn't have that kind of relationship with her mom she didn't have the whole like mother daughter i love you kind of thing kind of like there was one time i was going to mention this too that we i'm about to move out of the house and i had moved out for college and i moved back in to save money and get my new job and i my parents house is five minutes away from work which is so nice convenient Um, yeah very very convenient and so i'm in the last couple weeks of living there and one of the things that my mom and i do is every sunday morning we get up and I go to her bathroom and we do our makeup together. We listen to music, we talk, we do whatever. And she told me, oh gosh, I don't know how many years ago this was, but she was like, I didn't ever have a relationship like this with my mom. And I'm so glad we get to have one like this for us. Yeah. And so I, that's part of the reason why I keep doing it because I do see how wonderful my mom is and I want to do that with her. Yeah. And I've even been like, Mom, maybe you know, sometimes I'll surprise you whenever I move out and just come be like, hey, I want to do your makeup. <laughs> show up at the batting show up on a Sunday morning. And then because I plan to have lunch with them anyway. So even like showing up on a Sunday morning and then riding with them to church or riding back home and just kind of like still doing some of those little things. Sure. And so like seeing her. So being able to see her persevere through those hard things also kind of gives me like more love for her to do little things like that that we will remember forever and yeah. so i'll probably even like pass on that tradition to my future daughter if i ever have one and sure like that so yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome i was just curious you've been able to have a front seat in your mom's relationship with the lord and so i would be curious how has your mom's relationship with the lord encouraged you i think like kind of in the little and the mundane things which is also huge in your relationship with the lord oh yeah like my mom my both my parents are very very early risers and one of the things that they told us forever was two things one start off your day with the bible don't start it with getting on your phone on social media which still guilty <laughs> yeah and then but like still making sure you before you do anything else the day and you read your bible get into it listen to it whatever you need to do and the second thing is always tithe and so ever since that I've been little and I started getting, especially once I got more of a consistent income with my first job and things like that, I've always been tithing. I just, it's part of my habit. Once I get a paycheck, okay, push pay, let's go tithe. And so kind of things like that and being able to have that example of there's, they're always doing it. And especially before we had push pay and they were doing like the little putting in the tie list and the actual envelope. So like I actually physically saw them do it because now I don't see them do it. They have push, push pay like I do. And yes, yeah, sure. I don't see them do it, but like, I have that habit now yeah. and that's because of them. And it's, I remember more specifically my mom talking about tithing than my dad. My dad always did too. He talked about it a lot. We had like car rides where we talked about it. Like I talked about, well, actually in my writing, I talked about us eating dinner together and like always eating dinner together and always sitting at the table and talking about it. So we would talk about tithing. We'd talk about doing these little things all the time at the dinner table. So those were kind of like where our life lessons were learned. And she was also the one that would make food for us every night. And the majority of the time we would be at home, we'd have homemade meals at home. So sometimes we'd go out to eat whenever we wanted to, but most of the time it was at home. And most of the time it was together at the table. Once we got older, like high school, it would be 
together, but we would go watch TV while we ate dinner instead. Yeah. But it was like, but we always ate together. If there was like a busy season where we were like, my mom and dad had something to do, David had something to do, I had something to do, we would have food, but we would kind of eat separate. But that was rare. We never really did that. And it was always at the table. And it was just kind of like putting the family first at all. Or if I answered your question. Yeah. But himself and- well, yeah, we were just talking about your mom's relationship with the Lord. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I, what definitely was like, I break the bread and eat like breaking the bread together is huge for your relationship with others as well as like it's a symbol for how christ was for us and so like with her being the example for tithing consistently her being the example for i see her now we have an awesome sunroom porch that we were we use and i see her in the chairs like in our swivel chairs and she's just sitting there reading the bible listening to the bible i can hear her bible on like my bible's on and i can I just have seen that for my whole life. And there's time growing up too, where before we really had the phones and listened to it, she would be up before all of us. My my parents are both early, early risers, like I said, and they would be reading the Bible. Like I'd wake up and I'd be, I'd always see them with the lamp on in the living room reading the Bible every morning, every morning without fail. And so it's just kind of like one that example for me and being able to just say like, okay, just do it in the little things, do it in the mundane things. And don't just like, let the little things slide by because that's where God is. Like he's in the whispers, he's in the little things. And so just being able to do that, kind of pick it out on my own and see, pick it up on my own and start studying the Bible on my own. Once I got to college, I was like, I'm making the decision. I am going to stay in the Lord. I'm going to continue to seek him out. And that's where I grew the most. Yeah. And it was because I had that example of doing it in the little things and being able to say, even though I don't have mom and dad in here to tell me to do it, I still want to. I still have that desire to do this because that's what I always saw. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you for being willing to be here today to talk about your mom and your sweet mom. I'm just so... So glad that we get to to honor her because she has been, I mean, I've been here 10 years and I've seen your mom consistently serve and love on other people. And so I'm just so, so happy for her to, to be honored. Me too. So, but thanks for being a part of it. Of course. Of course. She is, she created me. Oh, God created me, but like, <laughs> so definitely I want to honor her as much as I can because she did a lot for us growing up and I don't always get to say thank you as much as I want to. Thank you for listening to Graceway's She Is podcast. We pray that today's episode encouraged you and gave you hope for your own journey. Be sure to subscribe to get notified about future episodes. 